Hello, hello. What is up, good people? And we back. Another Thursday. Another podcast for your listenership. Um, for your head top. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Things and Things podcast. You here with the boys? We're back in the lab. Um, another day, man. Another day. What's up, Jay? How are you doing? Hi, much. What's up, Jay? Chill vibes, you know? You know? Sipping on some tea. What you got, coffee? No, Nesquik. Hey, tell them about the Nesquik, bro. People don't know about the pink Nesquik. Nah, I'm not telling TikTok people nothing. People don't deserve nice things. <laughs> this man is very triggered. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Then they'll end up doing like weird things to Nesquik. Then oh, we'll like finish like combinations the, of yeah, whatever. Yeah, then we'll finish the global supply of Nesquik. We That's hilarious. That. All right. Can't share that with you. No, no, no gems there. No gems there. But uh, yeah, we inside. We're back. We're, we're vibing. Hope your Thursday is going great. Um, and if not, hopefully this will make it better. We're back in the lab. Yeah, I don't want to keep saying that. We are here. <laughs> Do you want me to take over? <laughs> okay, Do thank you. Thing. Tag yeah. it. What, what do they call it? Jump in. Tag yeah, it. I saw you. <laughs> Anyways, I think, yeah, life's been uh, life's been interesting. I think our, our content over the, the past like six months or so has been very, very encouraging, very uplifting and empowering. Mm. Um, and I think some of you have reached out to us and said, but give us the keys. Like, how do we actually like execute what you guys have been preaching? The gems. And so, yeah, I think we're we're going to jump into how do we actually make this life count? How do we, how do we make it stand for something? How do we, you know, at the end of our little run here, mm. however long the run is, how do we, you know, how do we say, hey, listen, that was that was great. This was a good race, and we did the damn thing. And so, yeah, I think that's what this will this will be about. That's what we're getting into. I like it. Um. I don't know, like for me, it's very interesting, like looking back, because, you know, it's, I think it's very good to look back sometimes. Looking back, and I've been having really good, interesting conversations with myself, but also with people I've worked with in the past. So, you know, one one thing my a former boss actually pointed out was uh, just how how drastic my attitude change was. On some, you you seem like you're really in a good space. And I was like, oh, please, here we go. And this was someone I've worked with on multiple projects over a, a, a huge period of time when I was in America. And hearing this whole, like, dude, you used to, like, whenever there was a project involved with, with like, multiple people, apparently I used to get, like, quite, my attitude would just, it would just get quite shifty. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what are you saying? It's like, yeah, you, you just weren't good working with people. I was like, yeah, because you know, I'd like to I like to execute. It's like that was the LA talking a little bit too much. You know, people try to be in their own space and very eccentric with workflow and stuff. And he's like, Yeah, some projects you had to be reminded that, like, hey buddy, hey buddy, you you need to do this with multiple people. And so hearing him say that, he was comparing it to where we are now. Like he's like, It's so crazy. You have a podcast with your friend, and you guys have hundreds of episodes, and you're talking like this and that. And he's like, Bear in mind, like there was a time if I said, "Oh, so and so's coming to the studio," you'd be like, "I'm not, I'm not gonna be there," and I didn't know like how intense it was, but also just how much grace that was given to me as mm-hmm. an individual in that uh, instance. But it was good to hear because it was like, "Yo, first of all, growth. Secondly, in case you didn't know, that is something that you should be aware of moving forward." But also, like, uh, how do you call it? Like. Um, quantify the good that's come from... So wait, how would you analyze your, your shift? from? Because that's his perspective. How would you say your perspective? I didn't notice. I wasn't thinking about it. Because I feel like most of the work that I've been doing was always kind of by myself. 
or at least like just in my own space where I wasn't necessarily having to uh, talk to too many people and stuff. So the way he pointed it out was like, look, because we had a we had a public space as far as like a studio is concerned, and so many different types of people were coming in, and I was just like an in-house engineer. So it was projects that he had, projects that people, anyone that needed to just do whatever. But I was like kind of like running those things at one period of time, and my involvement. This was okay. That was the main thing you were saying. It's like your involvement in said project, whatever it looked like. So if it was just like a random coming in, I wouldn't. There were times I wouldn't do a research on them because I just didn't care. I was just like, oh, so they just need me for this, cool. And I was only working in that capacity. Versus now, what I've noticed is, uh, as soon as I know I'm working with someone, I'm doing mad research on them. I'm trying to find like things that are making them that'll make them comfortable. Get a little bit of knowledge on what they've done to date. Because I also noticed that's also like a form of currency when like you pay, you show a different level of interest in someone that you're working with versus it just being like, hey, you're just doing this job together. So you come into my space, hey man, I want to work with you on this. And I'm like, cool. But now just for conversation purposes, I'm like, hey, did you work on uh, this? Yeah, man, how'd you know that? Hey, bro, hey, I was just scouring, scouring the internet and I found this article. And, uh, and then now there's a conversation starter and you you can make the person feel more comfortable. And I've... I've heard that as well as far as like etiquette, studio etiquette, where like, you know, some of our teachers when I was in school would say like, don't, don't pry into people's lives. And then me, I'd be like, well, what if that's actually the best way to get to know someone? Because it can't all be contractual. And I think moving from that level of like just being there to do your work and then now showing an interest in something that this person has done and showing appreciation, all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. just makes a mood like lighter. So hearing this person now point out things about me, I was like, oh yeah, actually I do do that. So I didn't even see the transition. It was, this was just like mm-hmm. an assessment because also I wasn't necessarily focused on those kind of things. But I'm now in such a space where I'm like, hold on. Yeah, I do have to talk to people. Especially being around you, I would say, there's a lot more conversation um, that goes on when it just comes to interacting with people in general, just off the rip. So if we like go out, go you know, to our local watering hole, whatever, it's more about like getting to know people and just having just having general conversation, which is not something I would say I was that accustomed to or did a lot of to begin with. It was just like, yeah, if you're cool, I would talk to you. Or if I thought you're cool versus mm-hmm. now, like I find out more things as, you know, you're just having that general conversation. We've had more, we've met more people on on the vibe where like we're just, you and I will be having a conversation. Then someone leans over and like, hey, are you guys talking about this? Next thing you know, we're there for another five hours. Mm. People are like, nah, let me get your number. Let Guilty me do this. as charged. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, those that, that was like a really cool thing to notice. And now I'm very much aware of it as far as like how I interact with when it's work and also when it's just like in a social setting. Because you never know what's there or who's there, you know? Yeah, man, that's me. <laughs> what about you? What would you say? Yeah, I would say... Um I'd say for me, the biggest one has been getting to be around people that have had, that have a different like uh, lived experience. Mm. I think that's important for perspective, for growth, and then just for just the way I see the world. I think it's been, I think it's been yeah a, a key part of like how I surround myself with people. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, they don't look like me, they don't speak the same language as me, they don't come from where I come from, and I think that's yeah. just made me more understanding. I'm still working on the empathy thing; that still hasn't come yet, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's definitely made me more understanding uh, to the plight of others. Right. And I think that's important. So I think 
yeah, in the world that we're living in, the times that we're living in, there's a lot going on with different people. And if you just surround yourself or insulate yourself with people that just have been doing what you've been doing, you, you kind of lose that perspective, you know? For sure. And, the, you know, I think for me, that there was a lot of growth with that. And I noticed how small my circle was because of some of these conversations. So we're out, I'm hearing people talk, I'm like, yo, I have no idea what's happening here because now I'm looking at it and I'm like, what do we talk about at home? Like, what are, what, what are some of the things that are just, how, how is it that I have no in in some of these conversations? And I was like, yeah, I think also just the general convo with certain people wasn't necessarily as, uh, it didn't push me mentally in some areas. It didn't like encourage that kind of growth or challenging certain ideas. It was just very much like a big confirmation bias in some settings. Um, but another thing that I just thought of also was like, Doing some dirty work, when even when it's not in, in my job description, but mm. being the guy, I noticed this is something I picked up. There was there was something about someone seeing my value and how that was showing itself was just getting more extra work, and I was getting very irritated in the beginning to be like, oh man, but I I wasn't someone who would talk about it, so I wasn't someone who'd like vocalize how frustrated I was mm. at the fact that I have to stay another four or five hours, or you know they've handed me something else. Internally, as soon as the door closes, I'm like. Or whatever, like I'm stressed, I'm angry, I'm whatever. But I, I started picking up certain things, and I remember having a call with my dad once, and I was like just venting, and I was like, no, these guys giving me extra work, it's it's you know time consuming, it's this, it's that, and he's like, wait, how many people are there that you work with or that are in this company or whatever? I was like, not that many, you know, maybe like five, six. He's like, and you're the only one getting extra work. I was like, yeah, just it just feel. So I think for me, I was looking at it like a form of bullying. Punishment. Punishment. I was like, why? Why me? You know, complaining. And he's like, dude, actually, you should be grateful because if no one else is getting these opportunities, maybe it's saying something about where you're at. The fact that these people trust you, you know, because I was like, yeah, I'm the like the last one to leave. Uh, now I have to travel far, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, so people give you the keys to a studio are you, and you're complaining about this. And that kind of made me change my, just my outlook on it and how even my attitude. So now, you know, Keeping quiet, yes, but now I was being a little bit more vocal as far as like, oh, thanks, I appreciate it, or whatever. Not realizing that these these are like little pathway steps to getting extra gigs, extra opportunities. Because now as soon as something important came up, I was top of the list. You know, it would be, hey, well, no, somebody would do it. And you know when like in the beginning if someone's like suggesting your name or just throwing it out there and you don't know what it's for, you can be a little bit concerned versus now I'm like, these people have confidence in me, mm-hmm. which is giving me confidence, mm-hmm. which is also setting me up for God knows what. Or like if I walk in a room, let's say I'm late to a session and you know, you walk in, you're apologizing and all the client is saying, this is someone I'm meeting on the spot, by the way, but all that client is saying, hey man, I heard so much about you. Heard you, you did a great job on this, heard this. And I'm like, these people mm-hmm. don't even say this to my face, but it's really good to know. Yeah, it's traveling, which is good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was a, that was another big thing, like learning to kind of like bite the bullet of the now, which it doesn't feel like it's helpful or it's encouraging or it's work that's putting you in the sense, in the lane of progress. It just feels like extra tedious homework almost. Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, you start to see like, wait, this was actually someone's way of saying no i like this kid i appreciate this kid i want them to you know get more opportunities than that and i was like oh okay it's kind of like how i looked at internships in the beginning because i remember like when our school told us hey you guys you need to be you need to be in internships you need to at least have three to get credits what 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 there were people who were walking away from some so i remember we had like a list so i'm conferring with other students to say like are you going to check this place out are you going to check this place out and some of the kids were saying stuff like 
Nah, they'll just make you run around. Or here, I went there, I did there. I was only there for like two weeks. It sucked. It was this, it was that. And then I go there and I'm, I don't have that experience. Or like, you know, they, you, just hearing what someone was telling me at, in school and class was not what I was experiencing when I was in the field going through certain stuff. And I was like, it's not the same thing. And maybe your attitude here was just like, I don't want to be here. I'm supposed to be, you know, a little bit better. I didn't do two years of school of like intensity for this nonsense to go on coffee runs and stuff like that. So it really taught me just like the attitude change. And I think even coming from where we come from, a lot of times an opportunity is an opportunity. Like there's no way I'm going to be Skyping my mom telling her, yeah, I got fired from this place because I didn't want to get someone coffee. She'd be like, a job is a job or whatever is or whatever. Like just jump in there. Mm. And we, we've been nurtured that way to not really like squander certain opportunities. So for me, I never looked at it like, Ugh, I have to do coffee for however long. And they wouldn't even tell you what you're doing. You just get there and whatever is on the agenda for the day is what you're doing. But for me, that was like more of an opportunity. And then I started noticing amongst my peers who, again, some more talented, more skilled, had way more knowledge than me. I was getting better opportunities because I just had a better attitude around certain things. And instantly I was just like, yeah, no, I've been here before. Some, have, some people have never been in the position of like serving someone else or being told what to do. They haven't had that, a lot of that. Whereas for us in high school, bro, as soon as you get, in, you're 13, you're, 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 yeah, into first form, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's so nine. many things that you go to where you realize, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not important. I'm not even a little bit important. And that, for me, translated to in some of these bigger spaces where someone was refusing to do something. I'm like, yeah, psh, I'll do that. Mm. Easy. Okay, cool. You can, you can stay a little bit longer afterwards. And I was like, oh, okay. This becomes a social currency as well. That was a big one for me, man. As far as, like, just changing my attitude. Even if the job sucked. Yeah, I haven't worked any shitty jobs, to be honest with you. That's good. Though. I mean, like, yeah, I don't think I've had, like, a bad job. <laughs> I don't, I don't, no, I did work at the library once. But that was also really, really cool, though. It, like, helped me be a, a lot You're more. You're a people person, though. No, I was in the back. Oh, is it? Yeah, no, I was not doing any of that stuff. It was nice because it was really, really late. And I didn't have any night classes. Mm. So it was just, like, it was easy money, bro. Just put on Joe Rogan. What would you say, like, about your, your when you worked at Apple? Because I felt like you always had crazy stories there. Um, I think it just taught me to accept losses as part of life mm. or like not achieving things because like you're not going to sell every everything that's in the store. True. I think it also just taught me how to extract information very, very quickly. Mm. Very quickly. Like, what are you here for? Do you have money? Right. Or, or like, do you want like what a 15 are you looking inch for? Like retina yeah. or like fully loaded or do you want like something just for basic word processing? Yeah. So yeah, extracting information as quickly as possible. And then also playing the long game. Mm. Is, so there's some people that, oh, hey, they've got cash ready today. Mm -hmm. And then there's some people, you know those people that come in 50 times, play around on it for like an hour. They need to be comfortable with everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The four finger function. The, uh, the switch. Oh, man. Oh. And you have to be it's able to a, be you know, dynamic and everything. work in those environments. And so it's just understanding that not everything happens at your own time. Yeah. And so then also just having to nurture those people. So I think sometimes in sales and stuff, if you have like quotas, um, and just like quarterly targets and that sort of thing. Mm. you Sometimes you can get caught up in that and what that looks like for yourself. And it's like, oh yeah, it's commission-based. So it's like, yo, I'm trying to go to Miami, wild out. Yeah. And you sell these two MacBooks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, you just focused on that. And then I think just understanding that people move at their own speed and having to, hey, this hole is open now. Mm. Execute, get these things out the store really, really quickly today. Right. But then also know that, hey, this guy might take the next six weeks to buy this thing. Or he might never. Mm-hmm. 
But I think just treating everybody or just ensuring that everybody had like a really good customer experience. That's what I would say. Yeah. I think that's also what brings and people even back. If they, and so I think one of the big things was just ensuring that everybody had a good customer experience even if they didn't buy anything. Right. Yeah. I think that was, that's an interesting one because sometimes people look at you and they're like, oh, you're not buying anything today and then they just kind of shun you or like they still move to the next yeah, person. Yeah, I never experienced that as yeah. well. Like when, when I'm trying to get something and then I'm like, you know what? Because of that attitude, yeah. I'm not coming back yeah, here. Yeah, but for me, I can talk to a tree. So I'd be like, hey, <laughs> like what are you doing? This, this yeah. Like, so yeah, just extracting information really quickly. And yeah, it's, I'll never forget this lady. She bought, she had twins. So sorted them out. Two MacBooks, two iPads, just loaded. Because we had like an iPad initiative. It was like the first one actually. Mm. All the American schools. All the D1 schools that we did. And so launched that. Bro, she brings her whole family. She's like, oh yeah, here's Jono. <laughs> <laughs> come in here. She's like, come here and That's talk. That's actually so funny. <laughs> he <dude>. talks so funny. <laughs> say say water. Say <laughs> Water, yeah. Yeah, say aluminum. Oh my God. <laughs> it's aluminum, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think like, just ensuring that... I think it just taught me just to be really, really respectful and to be kind and gracious, mm. even if somebody can offer you nothing. I think so sometimes... People, like, they ask this, hey, what do you do? So they can, like, treat or they can gauge how much they're going to respect you in the mm-hmm. moment. And just understand that this person has nothing to offer me. But still, just show them love and, like, just be nice, courteous. Do you know when I saw that that side of you for the first time? Because I've never seen you in, in, in those settings. Was the, we were out going to buy shoes and I was buying my first pair of Jordans. And we're in the store. <laughs> and, yeah, we, you and I were doing our thing. Like, I was like, oh, I kind of like these, yeah, whatever. Then there was someone that walked in, right? And obviously, you know the guy who was there because you've clearly shopped there a few times. But I give them a good amount of money. Yeah. And he was, as soon as he saw you, he was like, hey, my bro, my bro, which I was like, yeah, yeah, here we go. And I love that he just left me alone. He and did. people that just come talking, talking. I'm but like, yeah. this is what was crazy yeah. because you don't see that, right? So you're not an employee. You're just there. You're buying stuff, right? Mm-hmm. With me. Then someone walks in and they're looking for stuff. Now, at this point, I think my shoes are being boxed and we're about to leave. And then you look and you're like, Hey, I see you looking at these. Um, what, what, what are you looking for? So I'm like, this guy, how'd you just walk up to someone and randomly start chatting? Mm. He's there. And the guy was like, he was quiet for like 20 minutes. He didn't do anything. He was just staring, staring, staring. And you're like, no, I see you looking at these shoes. And then I think the other thing was, you're quite knowledgeable of shoes. So you're naming the thing he's staring <laughs> at. Like, yeah, these, what, what? I'm not a shoe person, so I don't want to butcher anything. So he's like, yeah, these, these things that you're, the vision, what, what? And he's there and he's like, yeah, you know, my foot. And then, Jay looks down at the shoes. He's like, do you know what? Do you know what I think would be great for you? <laughs> so at this point, because I've never seen you interact with anyone like this, I'm looking at the guy who owns the store. And I'm just like... Are you going to jump in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, hey, fam. What? Huh? Yeah, okay, whatever. So I'm watching you and I'm like, also, let's see where this is going to go. I think he ended up buying like four pairs. But it was, it was like walking and like, okay, yeah, so I like these because they're comfy. They're whatever. I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, sir boy up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like a proud dad even though I didn't even know what was happening. I was like, yeah, so what do you like to dress? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you like to And rock? the guy, you loosened his shoulder so much he was there and he's like, yeah, I also like these ones, you know, because I wear a lot of, and I this, and I that. Now this man is talking and Jay is there like, yeah, you know, I would suggest, I would suggest, I would suggest he buys four pairs of shoes and yeah, I think we waited to take hours before this guy went. So he, he went first and then we waited. Before we left, I looked at the boss and he was like, nah, man. No, I appreciate you, Joe. I was like, yeah, you better. You better knock some money off you this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, major <laughs> discounts, bro. Major, major, major. But there was, the, I think the other thing I picked up there, because like for me, my life has been quite linear. 
as some would say, like a lot of people would just look at what I do and be like, okay, you're in music. Yeah, music is quite broad and there's other things I do in there, but it's still quite like linear. Mm. Now, seeing you in that setting, the one thing it showed me was like, yo, it's, if you have the opportunity, and this is something I'd say to the younger people, any of our younger listeners, if you have the opportunity to do like random stuff, mm. you should go for it. I work in as many different environments as you can. Do you know can. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that alone, like y- y- your value, it just increases ridiculously in, in whatever settings. You don't know what opportunities may come uh, to you. And it's so funny because like I'd hear these stories in school all the time where like some, you know, kids I went to school with or whatever, everyone's in their respective university, overseas, wherever, it doesn't matter where it is. But I'm like, you know, you do that little catch up like, oh, hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? Oh, I'm the head of this board. Oh, I'm doing this now. Oh, I remember that class that we hated. It actually, people don't know what to do with this information. And now I'm like leading this and I'm meeting these people. And like my older sister, she she was getting crazy opportunities before I even knew or understood like, what's an au pair? What's, what's this? What's that? Yeah, for some very nice people. Very influential and nice people. Mm. And I'm hearing it. And a lot of it was more based on like social skills. So where I was thinking like, oh, so what? So you wrote a letter and you applied for jobs? Like, no, I happened to be in a mall. I saw a kid struggling. I helped the kid out. And the parent who saw that was just instantly like, look, my child does not respond to you. Same thing with my little sister. For some reason, they're really both insanely good with kids. But the stories of how they would get into these spaces was more of a like just short, short in interactions, things mm. that you would a normal, the average person, like at least for me, would overlook. Mm. You know, and, and next thing you I know, guess we're not parents, right? well, not even just that. It's just like, what do you mean? You're just talking to a kid. Like for me, it's not something that I would register to be like, oh, wait, that that was that important or that was this. And that's when I also started looking at stuff to say, hmm. There were things I felt like my parents also tried to push and I didn't pay that much attention. Like, luckily for me, I was able to excel at certain things. But I also know I could have added a little bit more to my arsenal when I had the time and opportunity. Like, now we're living in a space where, like, at least for, for, for us and what we're doing, we're constantly busy. The, the way we plan our years and stuff like that, we're kind of busy all the time. But there's things I look back at and I'm like, bro, if I push this, mm-hmm. I don't know what, what that would look like today. Yeah, and I think that's another thing is be excited about things. I think yeah. as this generation, it's so cool to be like aloof. And yo, I, I am quite aloof myself. So that's why I'm saying, speaking from first-hand <laughs> experience. But sometimes it's cool to be like, I don't care about anything. I don't yeah. care about this. I don't care about that. Cool for school, and man. So now like, you, you can be presented with something and you have the aptitude, you're talented for it. Yeah. But you're just not showing excitement. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, would you like to do this? Hey, man, you know, it is what it is, you know, like... I don't mind. And we've, you and I have spoken about this many a time. That's like just a huge turnoff as far as like, I don't want to work with you. Like, I don't want to do things with you creatively in a workspace because I'm just not getting much of a vibe from you. There's people who I don't even look at how high the skill level is, but just their personality is so inviting and they're so like just excited about certain things that I'm like, you know what? You're vibing. Let's go. Like, it's dope. I like that. It, I think it creates a really cool environment for progress versus you thinking you're better. And I think at one point, especially for me, at least when I was younger, that whole too cool for school was a, such a thing. Mm. People carried that flag a little bit too too much, you know, to the point where now you're not really socializing with certain people. You've created a, a little divide for yourself. Mm. And as much as like someone can look and say like, oh, they're so-and-so, they're so dope. 
But then the comma and the sentence after that is really like, yeah, but no one talk, no one talk to anyone. Yeah, it's like you're Kanye without my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. You know what I'm saying? It's like you haven't given us anything Bro, for you to like, act like. Like, this. stop it, stop <laughs> it. You're not that cool. You're not that guy, pal. And yeah, I don't know. Like for me, there's just certain things where I was like, I probably went with the with the sheep too much on that. And before I started making my own decisions, like I remember when I got to LA and let's say I hang out with some mates and then I say something, whether it's like food related or clothing related, people would look at me, you know that face where it's like, wait, are you serious? What do you mean you like this? Or what, what do you mean you're into this? And I'm like, yeah, I've always been into it. I just never said anything. Maybe because I was so scared of this, I was so scared of that. But I was actually like mad into that. Like, what are you talking about? Hmm. And people would be like, huh. Oh, okay. That's uh, uh, that's weird. I had a conversation yesterday. Somebody was asking me about something that was happening. And I was like, I don't have an opinion. They're like, no, you should have an opinion. I was like, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know that triggers people. Like, I don't care. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean you don't care? Like, how can you not? And I'm like, read my lips. <laughs> it was like an audio call. You know, so we weren't even like on FaceTime, FaceTime. Read them. I was like, I do not care. This does nothing for my life. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, like... Yeah, I don't know. And and I've just in terms of like opportunities, for me it's like knowing a little bit more if it's something you're interested in, like gain all the information that you can. Because for me a lot of a lot of interactions and relationships that I still have to this day were based off the most random Oh, remember actually, I just thought of this. We're at our burger spot mm-hmm. and we're chilling, just having our burgers as we do. Then there's these two guys next to us and I could tell I was like one of you is from America for sure. But they're talking, talking, talking. I don't know what they were talking about. And then as soon as the topic got onto food, you were like, you said something. We were like, yo, don't even, don't even slam. Let's hear what you're about to say about food. And one guy was like, yeah, you know, burgers. You know, I don't know about burgers. No, 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 no. My guy said something about Chick-fil-A. And I was like, Oh, it was Chick-fil-A. I said, ayo, ayo, ayo. That's the Lord's chicken. We're not going to talk about Jesus' chicken. Jesus himself has blessed that chicken. That I don't know so what funny. you're talking about. That was so funny. But w- what I loved about that, because I was also like, I'm not going to lie, my brain was looking for that in. I was like, what are they going to say? Where are they going to go with this? They were just talking and, and interacting. And I was like trying to be nosy. And then they said something about Chick-fil-A. Jay was like, ah, 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 ah. We're not going to go at this. But it turned out we had a nice 30, 40 minute conversation after that. And I was like, yo, yo, what state were you in? Yo, 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 like, what, what did you study? What did you this? What did you yeah. that? You know when people just name cold ass universities? I'm like, yeah, so you are frozen, weren't you? You're like, you're, just, you're, like, <laughs> you're an extra nice age or what? Like, <laughs> yeah, what? Dead. Yeah, that's true. But it, I love it because it always sparks good conversation. And you know when you can tell like someone wasn't expecting to have that, but they really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. And I was just like, hey, man. You know, we should link up. Obviously, in my head, I was like, we're never going to link up. That's not going to happen. But it was really cool just to have that that little back and forth, the banter, the whatever. But I would also say, I think just humbling yourself costs you nothing. No. And so I, it's weird because like on like, the Insta Twit Snap face, we're all like the centers of our own universe. And yeah. like we think we're so amazing. And I think you lose nothing from going to somebody and saying, hey, how did you do this? Right. Or, Hey, I'm trying to get into what you're doing. Or hey, I love your work. I'm right. also in the same field. And just asking questions, getting game. Mm. I feel like you lose nothing from doing that. But I think sometimes it's almost like perceived as a weakness. Or like you haven't right. figured it out. Or it's like you're giving it's like, bro, there's enough space nosy. for everybody to win. Yeah. And yeah, so just seeing people that don't tap into those kind of things. It's like, oh, who do you who do you listen to? What do you like? It's like, man, you know, I'm just focused on myself right now, you know? Yeah. It's like, how do you not like anybody else? 
Like, <laughs> what do you mean? You just listen to yourself. Yeah. You just it's have crazy. playlists of your own joints. Your own music. Yeah, which is obviously like, rubbish. Yeah. And so you'd lose nothing from like showing love yeah. and giving success to others, you know? So yeah, I think that's a big one for me. No, that is huge. I, yeah, you're right. I think it also just says a lot about your attitude and if people will even want to start interacting yeah. with you or not. Because yeah. I've seen that, you know, topical debates where like we're out in public and someone will say something dumb. You won't know who's at the table, but that person can make a split decision based off that like arrogance to be like, <clears throat> bro, how do I have a playlist? 25 joints. Every song's by Mbaya, man. Am I Drake? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, you put that thing on shuffle. You're like, this next one's a banger. <laughs> Yo, 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 I know the guy who wrote this. <laughs> We're like, what? Oh, we did. No, that's, that's, that's crazy. You show love. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I think on that, also, like, as if you, if you notice that, I think that's something you should keep track of. If you see those kind of attitudes, that kind of behavior, that's something you should be aware of. As far as, like, things not to do yeah. moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I wouldn't say I'm, like, a, a um, as much, like, of a... Of a a go-getter in the moment. I'm, I like to sit, analyze, see what's going on, and then start moving. Versus other people, I've seen people just, they, 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 their personality is one of those, like, we just run. We move at one speed, always 100 miles an hour. Whether it's an internship, whether it's first day on the job, whether it's whatever. I, I am people. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you put yourself in there. But what I do like is, like, sometimes, you know, you can see something happen and you're like, I don't know if this is going to bode well. And sometimes it works out and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Me, I, I take mental notes of those kind of things. I'm like, okay, so that works. Then other times where you see something not work, take a mental note of that as well. Mm. Because these are all things that you need as far as like your, your, your tools when you're with a networking and working in a space, a new space with, with a company or whatever. Like you need to be able to pay attention and like, what do we call it? Reading the room. See the scope of what's going on around you before you start making crazy actions or whatever. Because mm. you can play things out in your head all the time. I know I do. And the the reality or whatever the, the real play looks like, when you start doing it, it can be a whole other thing. So I think that's also something to be aware of, just as far as like when, you, when you're starting off. Yeah, you know? so I say, yeah, if your network isn't bringing you two to three opportunities a year, it's either time to build a new network or change your attitude. And I say this because if you are diligent, you love what you do, you're executing at a high level, mm. you're passionate, uh, you empower other creators to um, produce their best work. People will want to work with you. Yeah. And people like want to be around you. Whether you're working or not, it's just people like to be with connectors like that. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, if this person's that dope, they must know dope other people. And then it just becomes like a little creative hub of sorts. That's really And cool. so, yeah, if people aren't reaching out to you to get things done, it's you need to look in the mirror. I think it's probably... <laughs> probably something's wrong with you as a person and how you're making other people feel in the yeah, moment. How it's just, like, for me personally, I cannot stand people that are late. Like, I don't care how talented you are. If you're just late, like, yeah. I'm, I'm no, done. No, 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 that's a pet peeve for, for both of us. Yeah. You're right. I would say, like, do you know what? That's not something I paid attention to until that happened to me the first time where um, I was going out with a friend and it was like, oh, no, we're just going to go grab a few drinks. And then we ended up at, like, a, a business social type event. But hearing them talk about what, I do. It was so cool. It was like, oh, snap, you, you feel like that about me, fam? Like, you know, when they're mm. doing the advertisement for you, I'm like, oh, so, so my boy is in the podcasting space, you know, he's doing this, he's doing that. It's really cool. They've, they've been in, bear in mind, this is not someone that I've said, hey, look at this article that was talking about us or, you know, check out many episodes or check out my latest. Nothing. We've never had a conversation about it. But hearing them 
almost like advertised for you in the space of people that you don't even know, it changed how people were looking at me because I was at that moment I was just the guy who was there who was enjoying the red wine a little too much. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, oh, young man, yeah, yeah, you do this. Interesting. Tell us, tell us more. And now I'm like, yo, this is so cool. And I didn't, I never, ever, ever really thought about it until that experience happened. And then I was like, yo, this homie is on this, like, for the squad type situation. Like, this is so cool. You didn't have to. You went out of your, I wouldn't even say it was going out of your way, but the way you just did it was so cool. Mm. Super dope. It's encouraging me. And then the second thing it made me do was, like, look out at who else is in my circle. I'm like, okay, first of all, who do I talk about like that to with, like, in, in any other setting? And do I have pe- other people who do that for me? And for a while, both of it was like, mm, no, no, not really. Yeah, but then it's also like, what part do I have to play in that? That's what I was. That's what I'm like saying. To, yeah, it was like, it was a back and mm, forth. Like, so what could I be doing better? Could I be like presenting this? Do yeah, I do this. Yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting one because you could be like, yo, these guys are hating. They don't want to see me shine. No, but do you know what? The first thing it also made me think of was like, well, is so and so actually good enough for me to talk about them? So mm. am I actually feeling embarrassed and not confident in their abilities to do certain things? Mm. Because there were certain people. When I looked at it, I was, I'm saying like across the board. So it was like different homies. Everyone's doing different things. Mm. But there were some that I was like, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Mm. If, if this conversation came up, and I know I have where someone's like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm like, actually, I know someone. Here's a number. Yeah, go, go talk to the boy. Boom, straight. Versus other situations where like I'll hear, or even if you hear one of your homies like, yo, why didn't you put me on? Why didn't you? Because you're not serious, bro. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why. And that also made me ask some serious questions as far as like, yo, am I... I'm working, like I feel like I'm working and pushing and stuff, but are the people around me mm. doing that as well? And then what does that look like? How, you know, how am I supposed to encourage? How am I supposed to, you know, because it's one thing to, to sit and complain about stuff. You know, I feel like I remember going through this with just different sets of homies where we're in a setting with a group of us. Everyone's talking about things they want to do, right? But very few are actually doing it and taking active steps to get certain things done. And there wasn't a lot of, like we said, asking questions. So even if you feel embarrassed amongst like the boys, mm-hmm. you, I never saw you go behind closed doors and be like, hey, bro, like for real, bro, like help me, help me out with this. Or oh, I'm confused. How did you get from point A to point B? I've almost never seen that. There's just too much ego. And a lot I of ask those. questions all the time. The, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, how do you do this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you, I'm not shy at you all. Don't even, bro, you'll be sitting on the table yeah. saying that same like, thing. So how do you do this, man? And I, I think it just creates so much opportunity because like even when i was like describing you to certain people and i was like no guys this guy's an enigma because he'll you'll think he's a professional dickhead based of how he talks and acts i mean which i could be though do you know what i'm saying Retired. but but once we start like actually talking about things that matter you'll change your whole point of view and the debates and the conversation and the push and pull it's actually fun you know some people nuh, nuh, nuh. and then after like day one of us all being degenerates people come back and they're like yeah he's, he's actually not that bad eh? Oh, not this, not that. So much so to where like certain homies who weren't even in the space were calling me and they're like, I heard you people are thriving without us. Like, what's going on? What's happening? What's this? What's like? Snake buck. But, what, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yo, what I liked about that was like, again, there's a little bit of that healthy competition that's now starting to get into play where people are like, yo, so, so tell me about so-and-so. What's up? What you? What are you working on, bro? You, you're always like in and out, in and out. Those are the things that I like because it starts, it's a conversation starter, but it always ends somewhere else. And it's never what you think it is. So like for me, once I started learning to be like, first of all, I don't know anything. And it's actually okay to ask questions and to be in a space where you don't know anything. You know, because 
I was, I felt like at one point in my life, I was definitely like the leader of the pack as far as like whatever I said we were doing. And then I got to a point where I was like, I get home, I'm like, Dad, I feel so stupid. I don't know what's going on. I was just hanging out with so so-and-so. Did your dad know you were leading the revolution of stupidity? And back then, yeah. yeah, they just didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> they just looked at me like, look at The this revolution will be idiot. televised. Idiot. But then I come back, I'm like, ah, oh, oh. you know, I was here and I didn't know what to say and uh, this and that. And he's like, look, this is good. Like, the fact that you're feeling like this, first of all, means that you've put yourself in the deep end. Oh. So now you're picking stuff up. and Or even if you're not picking stuff up, you're feeling irritated enough to learn something else from what you know. You're no longer that big fish in the small pond. You know, so I think those kind of things, as far as like your surroundings, are very good like indicators of whether you're, you're kind of moving in the right direction or if you think this is something, is, do I want to continue down this path? You know what I'm saying? I think learning how to communicate like effectively is, is an underrated tool. Mm. As somebody that doesn't know how to speak properly to people, I think it's important to be able to articulate your point without the other person feeling some type of way. Right. But don't get me wrong, bro. I'm responsible for what I say. You're responsible for what you hear. But these times you can refine your for delivery. Sure. For sure. Yeah, you can never be So if you've cool. been a victim of Jonathan Cole, one 800 recovery Yo, I'm not going to lie. There was a period in time of my life where if I left to go to the bathroom and I came back and I just said, no, you fucking get it. No, no, your brother's the worst. Like, he's no. actually the worst. I've got a low tolerance for stupidity. I'm like, yo, what just happened? But bro? I will say, I think effective communication can move you leaps and bounds. Mm. And, guys, words matter. I don't know if you guys did GCSE English or whatever, wherever school you went to, but words matter. <laughs> and I think it's important to choose the right words. Have to. Because once you say them, they can't be unsaid. You're right. And I think um, not using things in the right setting at the right time can put you in the right rooms or it can close the door forever. Exactly. It'll cancel you from some of these yeah. things. Yeah, you're right. And I think also going back to what you said about being uh, okay with asking questions and maybe not necessarily jumping to a conclusion in your head or something that makes you feel comfortable. So if you're like, you know what, I could say this, but I'm just going to keep quiet and maybe ask the lads or whoever is around me mm -hmm. later for information how how would i attack this how am i supposed to talk and if you're a chronic overthinker get out your own head for a little bit you have and to just just speak up yeah. because i promise you this uh quentin tarantino movie that you're shooting in your own brain <laughs> like, it's not that deep it's not that deep now people have all action scenes Come on, jumping from the 12th story yeah and I'm like, yo the story is not that deep that's so funny and I've, I've i've seen that actually in certain situations where you know the person who's like super quiet or they're like coming up with every reason not to do something yeah. and then at the end of the night they're the loudest and they're like yo i'm so happy bro and you're like bro we told you yeah to actually just calm your ass down yeah, and just go not that serious bro. oh that's funny this yeah, guy so said Quentin Tarantino movie. That yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, like Scorsese. Even. This is like, oh, wow. Ah, buzz, yeah, man. so I think sometimes you just need to get out of your own head and be like, hey, can we chat? Yeah. Boom. And then I think, yeah, it sorts all of those things out. Yeah. So yeah, I think communication is a big one. Communication is a big one. It's a massive one. And then I would say seasons for me is the big one. Understanding mean, seasons, seasons mm. and understanding the season that you're in. Okay. Uh, both in your personal life, your spiritual life, like your personal relationships. I think things go through ebbs and flows. Mm. And so understanding that everything has a beginning, a middle and an end. So mm -hmm. I think sometimes, whether you like winter or summer, you want to elongate like whatever season right, it is. Right, you know, right. it's like you're wearing shorts and it's like, I think that's sleet outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, should we really be wearing shorts right now? But like mentally, you're like, I'm still chasing summer. I'm still chasing summer. so much. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, yo, bro, 
it's it's April. Why are you wearing a jacket? Mm. Like it's, it's we've had spring already. Like right. <laughs> you know Relax. what I mean. We've already come back from spring break. What are you doing? And so I think sometimes there's seasons in our lives. There's seasons with people mm. where we're like, oh, we're trying to hold on to this relationship because you know, it's like, oh yeah, this has been great. It's been whatever. That's but it's very like, true, bro. It, the 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 bell is up. You know, it's like time for this thing to go. Yeah, I'm not gonna and lie. Yeah, understanding that there's a beginning, a middle, and an end, and trying to elongate things that have ended mm. or that are past the expiration date yeah. will only hurt you in the long run. Facts. I've definitely been guilty of that where like, yeah, you've given time and energy into something but you are trying to convince yourself otherwise to be like, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, it's called the sunk cost bias. It's like, I've just because I put so much effort, like resources, whatever mm. in there, it's like, okay, let me stay, let me stay, let, let me stay. Let me stay, yeah. yeah. Even though it's like, it doesn't work, yeah. And I've, I've eww, yeah, I, I could go as far to say like even some business decisions have been like that and I'm talking about like arguing with people who would know what's going on to be like, no, but like, you don't understand. Dude, do you know how much time I've put in? Do you know how much this, do you know how much that? Not wanting to let go of something because in my head, it's like, this has to work. And because it doesn't, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. Trying to, and trying it, that to me is like trying to control things that are just so far out of your control. Yeah. So I think, yeah, understanding what that does to you on the back end. So mm. like, let's say it's a work situation. Bro, work environments are toxic. They're inherently toxic, mm. right? And it's like, hey, we're a family over here, but it's a really fast-paced environment. Yeah, they're literally telling you this is a toxic place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all that means is we're, we're not going other, to respect your work boundaries. We're, we're going to email you at 10 p.m. and be like, oh, get this to me by 7. I was just, that's funny. And so... Yeah, staying in some situation like that too long, yeah, it it'll hurt happen. you. Might yeah. cause burnout. Staying in a relationship too long, mm. that can be that can be quite serious for you. Staying in friendships too long also. But there's some people that like don't. There's some people that have decided they're going to be in one place. Their and whole this life. is their ceiling. All right. Yeah. And yeah. And so either they're That's going to anchor one. you to them, or you're going to shoot up together. Yeah. And yeah. So are they rising up to you, or are you lowering yourself to be with them? I don't know. You decide. And you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't pull someone else. You can't pull if, somebody else up if yeah. they don't want. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think everyone, every single person, has probably been guilty of it to some degree. But the level of it should show you, like, oh yeah, this is not something that you yeah. should be doing in life. Yeah. Trying to get someone to see a picture they don't want. That's what my mom would always say. Like, you can bring a horse to the water, but if it doesn't want to drink, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and I think there's so much, there's so much energy in trying to, um, trying to get people to see the vision that you have. Yeah. And just understanding frequencies are different. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's a tough one because it's like, oh, I love you, I love you. and But it's just like, sometimes I have to love you from a distance. I you know? love you so much. I feel like if I do this, you like, have to it. love you from there. Yeah. Because you can't be in my things because you're just going to ruin everything. Exactly. And they may not even know that they're ruining it because they just, that's oh. not their space and that's not their time. That's not their season, like you said. I think that's a great, great point also because, yeah, we everyone has been guilty of focusing a little bit too much on those kind yeah. of things. You know? And it's tough, especially like when you have so many good memories with people, or mm. it's like you've done so many projects together, like your work is flourishing. Yeah. It's just like, oh. And then I think it's tough to like picture what life looks like outside. Without, yeah. Said people or said the work environment, said That's situation. Crazy, man. And I think sometimes it's just to take that leap in the dark, but understand that you don't have like those, that weight on your shoulders anymore. Like mm. or that weight, like holding you down. That's true. I think sometimes it's, it's more, it's probably better to do that than run the risk of those things like ultimately drowning you. It's crazy. I, I remember like one of, one of the things that probably impacted me the most was seeing how I was that for someone else. Mm. So not trying to pull them up, but I was the one being pulled 
for someone else. And then like just hearing it from different people's perspectives to be like, you ever heard? Okay, you know, people who don't like you, they just talk with, uh, with all the spice that they need to. And I remember the having whole spice a, cabinet. Whole spice cabinet. I remember having a conversation, like a sit down about this. So we're having internal conflict and this person who's not really part of the team but can see the damage that's happening was like, no, 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 no. Simba, Simba, you come here. Come, come, come here. Let's sit down. I'll buy you dinner. Pull up. <laughs> you know? And then I was hearing the things that they were saying. Triggered. So triggered and so hurt. But at the same time, I was like, you're not lying. You're actually not lying. And it was one of those things where they're pointing out, like, look at the extent my man is going to get from, to do this, to do It's because of you. Mm. That finger was just so, like, in no, my face. Like, why is that so close? Jeez, bro. Uh, yeah. You got too much bass in your chest yeah. right now. And it's tough to be on the receiving end of uh, one of those things. My yeah. friend. And once I saw that, I was like, man, I can't unsee it. And the worst thing was, like, even after having that conversation, because one of the things they said was almost like a test. Let's test this theory. Because you think I'm just talking nonsense. How about we test this? If you get back into this space and they are coming to check on you, or they are doing this and they are doing that, then you know for a fact you're the you cause. You know when people start coming with exhibit A's, Bro. exhibit B's. It's just like, why are we doing this? Why do we have reference? You're not even clearing your throat. Like you have time to print those? <laughs> with the whole PowerPoint display. But hearing that, it was really cool because now I was able to start picking it out in some situations for myself. To say like, oh, in this case, I've been trying to save this person. Or I've been trying to pull them up to where I'm at. Uh-huh. Versus, you know, because c- I think in that instance, I was hold- I had to hold the ultimate L, which was, you're not doing anything right now. Mm. You're, and by you not doing anything, you're, you're causing havoc. You're causing drama. There are people who have their own momentum and they're slowing down to check on you. They're slowing down to make sure you're okay. And all this other stuff, just because what? You're boys. Mm. And just because, you know, and, and it was a really tough lesson to learn. And it took me quite a long time to understand just the impact that has. Because even when you do see someone thrive, and which I think like, once you get out of your own way and out of your own ego, it's easy to look at something and appreciate it. Mm. So when I started looking back at all the people, all situations I didn't appreciate, it's because my ego was directly in front, blocking them. Mm. And as soon as I was able to remove that, bruh, not only am I saying you're well done or reposting your stuff or whatever, I'm actually a fan now Mm. of what it is you're doing because I've also found my own thing. And then you can have that healthy... If you're mature enough, I believe you can have that healthy conversation a lot later down the line where you can both talk and be like, hey, man, I see what you're doing. Yo, that's dope. Mm. That's actually fire. Keep mm. doing that. Yes, yeah, I, I keep saying this, right? Um, sharing love or showing love costs you nothing. Costs you nothing, Costs bro. you nothing. I love it. Yeah. That to me was like... It was a, a, a really a huge lesson, but also helped me with my outlook and just how I move oh. going forward, you know? I would say for me, taking accountability for things. Have to... And I think I've been through some shit in my life. I've been through a lot. A lot of good, a lot of bad, whatever. It's mm. part of it. But I would say one thing, maybe like the last six, seven years that I've started doing is, sure, this person had a part to play. Sure, this person had a part okay, to play. Yeah. But you're Denzel of this movie. Right. right. It's your movie. So it's, what did you do, Chief? Yeah. What role? Did, yeah, there was all of this. I promise you. It's valid. Yeah, they hate it. They yeah. are cool. But what did you do? That's good. And what was your role to play this? Because you're the leader of the film. You're the one getting paid all the bucks mm. to be in the film of Jonathan. Yeah. So what what was your contribution to all of this? What I love about that is it ultimately takes out any excuse. Yeah. And it it's tough because now you're like, oh shit. Yeah. That really was. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was bad acting. <laughs> that whole playback hurts now. It, that was me. But yeah. then I think also, but I think it's it's, it's so much easier to come around to things 
and just talk with people mm. that may have been affected positively or negatively, or negatively by, a, yeah. by a situation. Yeah. And be like, hey, I really did that. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm the man. I did that. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> you say it with your chest. He's <laughs> filling the table. But you have him. to do it for both things. You have to be like, hey, that was me. Yeah. Yep. I'm fully responsible for that. And I think just removing the external voices from those things. And yeah, yeah. sure, those things are valid and they contributed and 100%. But for me, it was just like, I'm, a, I'm literally a control freak. So in the, I can only control me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I can look myself in the mirror, okay? If I said, hey, no, boss, that was killer acting. I don't know what the editor did. <laughs> Who scored this movie? I don't know. What filter, filter you people are putting yeah. on my thing? Like, did you even clean me? the lens of the, of the camera? <laughs> I don't know. But for the like for the movie of my life, <laughs> like I'll feel so much better knowing that hey, I took responsibility for these things. Yeah. And, I acted. and yeah. So Take it's tough. Honest. Yeah. It's tough. It's a lot of uncomfortable conversations. For sure. But it's it's a nice place to be. Do you know what I think uh, is also should be said about that? Once you start having some of the most uncomfortable conversations, certain things begin begin to get a little easier. So it's not always gonna be like the fingers pointed at you or you're the worst and you're horrible, you're this, you're that. Those are things that you start picking up entry level, especially when you don't know what's going on. Mm. You start to take real, uh, what do we say, accountability for some of these things. Just say, Ish, yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. Let me, let me sit and work on this. Let me whatever. You get to a point where in that space where you're working on yourself and you're trying to figure things out, that some things become more comfortable and you're like, you can, and this is how we get to the point where we start joking. Mm. And now we can like laugh about it because we're like, yeah, I'm past that. I'm not, I'm not doing that at all. Mm. And you now you can navigate it when you start seeing it come over the horizon. You're like, yeah, no, I don't need that. Let me just change my trajectory a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think that's really cool because we all need to check ourselves. And I think if you ultimately start looking at yourself in anything, it's it, the conversation is a lot shorter. Well, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on now. Yeah, man, I like that. I think on that note, you know, we should love and leave the good people. I got nothing else. Me neither. Good people, we're going to love and leave you. Make sure you check out the rest of the podcast, the other podcast episodes. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye.